everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Mixed Adventures Together. We're your hosts, Andrea and Joe, and today we are doing a review of the live-action Little Mermaid movie. The seaweed is always greener than somebody else's place. Place? I don't remember the words. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have seen it. We've done it. Yes, we have. Check, check. We have seen the live action. Disney's newest live action of The Little Mermaid. We have seen Aladdin. Uh-huh. I don't think we did a review of Aladdin yet. No. Well, I don't think... Yeah. No one needs that, though. <laughs> we have seen Pinocchio. Uh-huh. We've seen Pinocchio. We have seen Cinderella. Yes, we have. We have seen Beauty and the Beast. Yes, we have. We have seen... The Lion King? No, I've never seen The Lion King. Oh. Is it really live action? I mean, it's lions. It's... I know. It's like <laughs> live action <CGI>. animation? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it though. So okay. we might have to watch that one later. Uh, or not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but today we are here to talk about the live action Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> so we went, today is Sunday, the day before Memorial Day. Uh, and yesterday we went to see The Little Mermaid. At our local theater. And what did we do to prepare for The Little Mermaid, Joe? Um, Andrea decided for the family that we were going to go ahead and Disney bound to The Little Mermaid. Yay! We did. We Disney bound to The Little Mermaid. (laughs) I wore a red outfit. And so I was Sebastian. I had on blue jeans and a more of a linen shirt. White linen shirt. White linen shirt. So I was Prince Eric. Uh, Janaya, of course, wore her fanciest of dresses. Uh, that was like a, a aqua green with blue flowers on it. So she, of course, was our little mermaid. And I just happened to put her hair in locks as well. A braid, yeah. not locks, but braids. So it was a little bit more on on point to this. For this- this uh, mermaid. Um, and then one wore yellow, a yellow shirt with blue, blue pants. pants and blue uh, sneakers. Yeah. And so he was our flounder, our traditional flounder. Yes, the animated flounder, not... Not the one from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, we Disney bound to the movies. And we were like one of the only ones. There were a couple did, like, of little girls who yeah. wore like the, the the aerial dresses that you can buy off the rack. Yeah. But for the families. We were the only ones. We were the only ones who Disney bound. Yes. And when we got to the theater, there was actual mermaids there. Yay! <laughs> In the lobby of the theater, they had five mermaids. Yeah, five. Flopping around. Yeah. One, ha- uh, one was uh, the king because he had the triton. And... No, one, yeah, one was a king because he had the triton and the crown. And a crown. So. And then another, like two male, other males who were, we'll say they're guardians or something. Yeah. And then we had 
two, two. females. And one had this really awesome seahorse friend with her. Uh, very sparkly and a, like a puppet light. Um, very cool. But uh, the kids got to take pictures with them. And, and they got seashells. And they got souvenir seashells. <laughs> And they got to, Janaya got to hold one of the tridents, and it was really, it was, I wasn't expecting them. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't know there was going to be real live mermaids hanging out in the movie <laughs> theater lobby. And I think they were there all day, so we were coming out, there was like a whole new group. A whole new set after the, uh, two hours later, there was a whole new set of mermaids. So. It was really cool. Yeah. It was, a, I mean, this theater. Little extra touches. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun to see. And then um, the, we went in to see the movie. Yeah. What did you think about the movie, Joe? Do you want my overall opinion right now? Yeah, sure. Overall. What, how do you feel about it? Worth it? Should people go see it? What do we think? Um, I guess I ask that question usually at the end. But. Yeah. Uh, from, okay, so I would actually say yes, go see it. Uh-huh. Even though I thought it was just an okay movie. Okay. It was just okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But it was one of it was actually one of the better live action movies. That really? Done. Why do you say that? The animation was a little better uh-huh. than like The Lion King. Mm-hmm. When you know, it's not animals. animation though. What is it? CGI. CGI. Yeah. Okay. Is CGI animation? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I'm not computer savvy. They're kind of like blending together, sort of. Okay. Like, Sebastian wasn't really there, so it was, like, animated. Oh, but was, okay. But, um, but yeah, it was some of the better, I think, CGI. Yes. And, um, I don't know, I think they did the, the storyline better than, okay. like, Pinocchio or uh, some of the... Uh, the only one that might have been better, though, might have been, like, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Beauty and the Beast was really good. Yeah. I almost want to rewatch Cinderella because it's been a few years since I've seen Cinderella to see, to remind myself of the storyline and the plot. The biggest thing I remember from Cinderella were the costumes. Like the costumes were yes. phenomenal. Um, in like this Little Mermaid, the costumes are like kind of simple and boring. Like they're linen. Yeah. <laughs> like you were saying, like it was a simple linen shirt. That um, was the times. Yeah, I guess that's like the a setting. lot of them were sailors. Yeah, it's a setting for this for the story. Um, it was very tropical, so tropical yeah, you're going to wear le- yeah. less clothing. <laughs> um, but I thought the movie was it was very true to the cartoon. Yeah. Very true to what you would what I remembered watching in the movie theater when i was nine years old exactly so i liked it for that for the sentimental value of it uh-huh. or the nostalgia of it um i did cry in it i noticed that it but it was that that's the sentimentality of it uh-huh. of remembering watching this movie with my mother sitting in a movie theater um and so for me it did bring tears to my eyes you know for the uh the uh out where they walk out where they run that song um, part of this world. I was like, what's the name of that song? Part of this world. Uh, that song brought tears to my eyes. Like I cried through the whole thing. Like it was beautifully performed. Yeah. Well, beautifully performed. And did you think too, like you saw this same movie with your mother and now you're a mother seeing it with your 
daughter. Yeah. For the first time. Yes. So. It was very sentimental. Yeah. There's a, and it was so special because I saw a lot of um, moms and daughters. Yes. And so, I mean, we saw a couple of families. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot of moms and daughters there. Yeah, it was definitely a sweet moment to hold, have with your daughter. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, it was, it was, a, it's, I mean, it just stays, the, the plot and the storyline stay true to what you think of with the cartoon. Yeah. Like, almost like line for line. Pretty much. Pretty much. Except for they did add in a few uh, extra songs um, into it. Uh, they didn't have certain characters and they added in other characters. But overall, I would say pretty super duper close to the original storyline. Yeah. They didn't they didn't venture too far or throw any extra like curveballs in there to for you to be like, what's going on or who's that person? Right. It really was. It stayed true to what you would think it would be. Right. And just so you know, uh, this is going to be a spoiler <laughs> podcast. So if you want to stop now. Don't stop. <laughs> You've already seen the story. <laughs> we can't spoil it. It's the same story. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there because, you know, people are like that on the internet. Yeah. Um, what about, so it starts off with, I guess it was a little bit different. Uh, it started off on the ship. No. No, it did not. No, it did. No, it did. you're right. It yes, did start it did. off on a ship. Because, <laughs> yes, because the, the sailors were throwing harpoons. Yes. The sailors were trying to harpoon the mermaids that they were seeing in the water. Yeah. And Prince Eric had to stop them from harpooning. And then it turns out it wasn't a mermaid. Duh. It was a dolphin. A dolphin. And so he was like, what are you guys doing? Look what you almost killed. Like, what is wrong with you? And they are start and they start like explaining the mythology of like well it's the coral moon and the king triton is calling his all the mermaids back to the cast uh, to court to court and he there you know king triton wants to drag us all down into the sea and using know. the mermaid siren call right so they kind of explain what the mermaid is and their sirens and whatnot. Um, so that was like the opening. It was, you know, really getting to see that Prince Eric is an explorer. He's a sailor and he wants to use like, I don't know, he wants a peaceful relationship with everyone. Right. Yeah. He's willing to like stop a full ship just to trade with another ship. That he sees in the distance. Because right. they're a different culture. Right, exactly. He's like, hey, I think that's a Spanish ship over there. Let's go up to them. Um, and I think he, they even, uh, Grimsby uh, mentions, like, we're already full. Like, we don't have, we don't have any more space for anything. Right. So it kind of sets up the idea that Prince Eric is, he's going to be taking over the kingdom soon. But he wants it to be, he wants to open trade again. Um, he wants you know, the ports to open. And we learn later in the movie that the problem has been that their island, their island kingdom, has been plagued by like storms and shipwrecks. Yes, I think yeah. they said like, we've had six shipwrecks in the past year. Well, it seems like a lot. I think it was, yeah. Or like six shipwrecks in the past seven years or something like that. That still seems like a lot of shipwrecks. Well, that's why. They're like, there's been a there's, lot of shipwrecks. We have to stop. Yeah, and so the queen, his mother, is like, we're cursed. Like, it's the the gods of the sea, the ocean. 
is telling us we have to we can't do this anymore we can't we can't go out to the sea yeah and he's like that's ridiculous like we're gonna get left behind there's technology out there there's things to trade and we're gonna get left behind if we don't go out there since we're talking about prince eric um comparing him to the actual animated movie uh-huh. now that i think back because i did listen to a podcast before we went to go see um the live action one you did a mo- you did homework i did homework i <laughs> i listened to um another podcast about the animated one uh-huh and i remember them saying like how prince eric and the animated version did not seem kind or um, nice. What? Yes. One, you don't really get to know him that well. Right. But then, like, some of his actions weren't very nice. Like what? Like, eating seafood in front of her. Even though she he doesn't know she's a mermaid, but it was like... And then, like, uh, in the kiss the girl scene, um, when, uh, uh, what's the... Scuttle? When Scuttle starts to sing, he's like, wow, somebody should take care of that bird and just put it down. <laughs> it's right. like, wow, like, you're just really that. He's so like, it's like, somebody should kill that bird. <laughs> so, like, but in this one, he they do give him a more personality where he is nicer and peaceful and he doesn't, like, well, like I said, he, they, he stopped the sailors from harpooning a dolphin. Right. So, like, yeah, they gave him a different perspective in this one. And now that I remember the anime, like the podcast, yeah, the, in the animated one, he was not as friendly as as this one as is. As this one is. Yeah, he was, because, uh, um, yeah, Prince Eric in the move in the live action one, you he, he had a conscience and he, he wanted to do better for his people. Um, yeah. he also had almost like a, I want to say a survivor's guilt because they gave him a little bit of a different backstory. That so, too, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, he's adopted. <laughs> <laughs> um, and his family died in a shipwreck. And so it's almost like he's got that survivor's remorse. Yeah, that he has to do something with his life and he took that on to be discovering yeah, exploring and, exploring and doing. He has to contribute to this kingdom that took him in, um, and almost like he has to save them, like they saved him. And so I think that is a big part of his motivation as a character is, I want to do more. And he he has this, and I love how he has that room. It's his library, and it's full of treasures from all of the world, from all over the world, and it mirrors. What Ariel right. has in her grot in her cave or grotto. Exactly. Um, her treasures that she's collected from all the shipwrecks that she's you know under the sea that she explores. I mean they they mirror they mirror each other. And that's different from the animated one too because yeah. in the it, animated one that's what one, they're connecting. That's their connection. There was no connection between them really. Right. It was they she rescued like, him and, and he she, was like yeah she oh he was hot let me go <laughs> yeah like a. Like a sixteen sixteen year old in love, like right. He's cute. I want to marry him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where this one, they actually in the live action, they have a bond, which is exploration and discovering new worlds, new things, um, new cultures, and collecting them, and, and collecting, understanding them. them. Yeah, um, and asking questions. Ask them my questions and get some answers. 
Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was, that was very, that made it more interesting. It just kind of added to the characters. It didn't do it in a false way. It just, I think it stayed true to the characters. Um, But I didn't realize, as you said with Prince Eric, yeah, the, the animated one is a little more flat. This yeah. the live action gave him depth. Though, um, uh, that that also accounts from the fact that the animated one was only like a hour and twenty minutes, and this is two hours. So you, they had a little more time to develop to these develop characters. Eric a little bit more. Yeah, um, I did not like King Triton. You didn't why? I felt like he was. I get he's supposed to be stoic and serious and, you know, firm and he's the king and you will do as I say. And But he, the animated King Triton, felt bad. Okay. When he destroyed the cave. Right. Like he actually, like, looked back and was like, oh, man, like, like I this is one of those, <laughs> or this is one of those parenting moments that really sucks, but you got to do it. Um uh. Or like he says, like when he asked Sebastian, did I go too far? Right. It was two different kind uh, versions. Yeah. I think in the animated one, it was more like, a, did, did I go too far? Like, when it, like, and this one was, it, did I go too far? You know, like, it was more, like you said, stoic. It wasn't more compassionate thinking that he did hurt his daughter. Yeah. In this one, it was like, oh, I just heard a statue. Yeah. Like, She'll what's get the big her. deal? Yeah. Whereas in the animated version, King Triton, I felt was way more loving. And I'll tell you, the way that I also interpreted it was when Ariel spoke to King Triton in the live action. She called him father, father, father. In the animated version, she refers to him se- uh, several times as daddy. Because she is the youngest, too. Right, but but that, to me, is there's a difference between calling him father right. and calling him daddy. But I, uh, I could see, like, There's a level of connection there. But I could see, too, like, the older ones calling him father all the time. But Because they're, they're older and they've been with... He's, she's the baby. I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. No, probably not. There are grown women who call their dads daddy. Yeah. Their daddy's girl. I think in the animated version, Ariel, no matter how old she is, she will always be daddy's girl. Okay. In this version, the live action, she was never daddy's girl. Yeah. She's just one of his daughters. Right. And she's the youngest and she's the smallest one. He calls her his little one. But I don't think that... That doesn't, to me, indicate that she held a special place in his heart. If anything, to me, when like when he gathers his seven daughters or six daughters, Ariel's not there. Um, like he looks at them all affectionately, and then when he's like, "And Ariel," and it's like he's a little irritated already. Like he already knows she's gonna mess up. Um, and so for me, I I saw that as like he kind of looked at her as like this is my troublemaker kid. 
Yeah. Like my other daughters are perfect. They do exactly what I tell them to do. They care about the the ocean creatures. And that was very evident in some of the scenes that the sisters were like, in the animated version, the sisters all gathered around like the dressing room and they were doing their makeup. In the live action, the sisters are actually cleaning up a shipwreck. Yeah. And so in that one, like those girls care about the ocean. Right. And Ariel yeah. doesn't. Ariel's more interested in land. what, <laughs> yeah, the land and what she finds in the ocean. Yeah. But she doesn't care about the ocean. Like one of the sisters literally says, like, you know how long it's going to take to fix the coral that these humans destroyed? And, and Ariel's, Ariel's like de- defending them. Yeah, she's defending the humans who destroyed the coral. Well, they didn't mean to do get in a shipwreck. Right. And it's, it's they're just like, we have to clean up their mess. And Ariel instead is like, I'm just trying to find really cool items here. And yeah. she's like daydreaming and she's not even helping her sisters. Yeah. So I feel like King Triton in this one came off very stoic and cold because they presented Ariel more as she's the troublemaker. Yeah. She isn't the one who everyone, she isn't the golden girl or the golden child in this family. She's the trouble. She's the black sheep. Uh-huh. And in the animated version, that's the opposite. She was the golden child. Yeah. And so, I don't know. And um, with that scene of uh, when Triton discovers that Ariel isn't there. Uh-huh. Now that, okay, so thinking about it, how did he not know that she wasn't there? Where? What do you mean? In her seat. They were <laughs> all sitting around. <laughs> And he's like, and Ariel, and she. There's an empty seat. Like, it's literally She's in literally front of you, right in front of him. Because like, like, the, just... the girls are like three on one side of him, three on the other, and then Ariel's seat would have been directly in front of him. Like, there's an empty seat at this table. You didn't notice this <laughs> this whole time. Like, at least in the animated one, it was like, all right, there's a show, and she didn't show up. And she's not in her shell. <laughs> like, where she's supposed to... This one is like, she's not in the seat in the meeting room. Right. <laughs> Who would notice this? There's only seven of you in... The, like, eight of you in this room. Right. One of you was missing. Right. <laughs> Very true. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, she... She's not someone he's looking... She, he's not looking for her. Right. Like, he doesn't notice her. He's more focused on, oh my gosh, my other daughter's... They're the, they're the good ones. They're the ones who do everything I tell them to do. They're perfect. Why can't you be like your sisters? Like, I'm just, I was just waiting for him to utter those words. I just, I don't know. I didn't like, I did not like how they presented him to be like cold and distant. Whereas that was his redeeming quality in the animated version is that he loved his daughter. Yeah. And she meant the world to him. And, the fact that she used to call him daddy. Even when they were arguing, she would say, daddy, I love him. Like, it wasn't True. father, I love him. It was, let me convince you, daddy, remember who I am. So that does come to the end, too. She doesn't call him daddy. She calls him father. And it, since, yeah, they didn't have as close of a relationship, it was wouldn't be as hard for him to let her go. Right. Like, it would be hard for him to let her go just because he's a daughter. Uh-huh. And he wants her to stay in... The ocean. The ocean. But it wouldn't be as hard as it seemed like in the animated one. Mm-hmm. Where he was like, well, here you go. <laughs> go 
go off and do what you want to do. Here's your legs and go. Like, I'm going to miss you like crazy. I don't want to do this. But you seem to really want to be on land. And I'm not going to be able to stop you. So, you even went to the... Are you talking about the live action? The animated. Animated, okay. The live action, he was just... It it seemed like it was just... Well, he noticed... I think in the live action, he noticed that she was kind of... She was depressed. Yeah, it wasn't that... He respected the fact that um, she wasn't ever going to just stay. Mm-hmm. It was that she was depressed. Mm-hmm. Like she would just be sitting there moaning and probably just die on the rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, rather than her just die on the rock, he Fine, let her. I'll, I'll let you go, go be to... human. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she made the ultimate sacrifice and saved his life. Yeah, that was different in this one, too. Yeah, she actually saved his life, but, um, and he saved her life. I guess that showed you their devotion to each other. Yeah. But that's family. I mean, a a parent would give their life for their child, and that's what he did. Uh Uh-huh. And then she returned that. Um, and she kind of, she did accept that she wasn't going, that he wasn't going to let her go, which is what caused her depression. Right. (laughs) Well, she was like, okay, I because of my choices and desire of wanting to be a human, my father had to give his life to the sea witch. Yeah. That I sacrificed my life to get him back, and they magically, everyone's alive. Um, but she kind of just accepted that fate, that she wasn't going to be human. And that allowed him to recognize, oh, my daughter's in pain. She's not happy. Let me let her be human. So that was that was. Did that she was... sacrifice her life in the live action one for no. him? No. No. It was just when the sea witch died. Yeah. All of her spells undid themselves. Yeah. But in the animated one, she did, right? No, I'm saying in the animated one. Yeah. When she, when the sea witch dies, all of her spells are undone, including King Triton. Same thing in the live action. No, but she, but Little Mermaid had to do something in order for that to happen. She steered a ship. Yeah, she's the one who killed the witch. Yeah, she was the one who, because they made an emphasis that she watched uh, as Prince Eric's ship's going down, the steering of the ship. Mm-hmm. She was watching it. Mm-hmm. And so, when it came time to kill Ursula with the in the whirlpool mm-hmm. she realized that oh if i get in the sh- get on the ship and steer it the right way yeah it will pierce her right so she didn't like sacrifice herself for her father well she killed the witch for him yeah <laughs> <laughs> she killed the witch um whereas in the animated movie i think it was um the the ship just happened to stab her the witch was it? Or did Prince Eric turn No, it? he didn't. I don't remember. He was unconscious at the bottom of the sea. Uh, and like the whirlpool exposed land and Ariel held him. And she couldn't swim away either because they were in on land. Ah. So, um, anyways. <laughs> we're getting bogged down with that detail. Um, but the... It had a lot of interesting elements to it. The... Um, sea Witch... Okay, not as bad as I thought, but still not good. 
What do you mean? <laughs> she looked more like just a crazy white lady with crazy makeup. I was going to say, it looked like a Halloween costume. Yeah. Like, she did her makeup too much. Like, like Melissa McCartney played it, right? Yeah. And then uh, played that role. And she, yeah, she just looked like what anybody would look like if they put on Hollow- an Ursula Halloween costume. Yeah. It didn't look... <laughs> It did not look good. No. That's what I was like. I guess better than I was going to say, but still not 100% good. Like, they could have probably, again, picked a better actress or... Mm -hmm. In the singing, yeah, there wasn't... She wasn't... She did not... Poor Unfortunate Souls is like a diva song. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy's not a diva. Yeah. That's what I was saying before. Yeah. She's not a singer. Yeah. They needed, She's a comedian. They needed a better actress to sing for Poor Unfortunate Souls. Right. It was fun. I think she delivered lines well. And she did it in a sarcastic way, obviously, in it. Um, but the song needed a diva to sing it. And right. And Melissa McCartney's not, not the diva. Exactly. Uh, so, I said that before. They... Yeah. I was very disappointed in it. I was disappointed. And, and yeah, the makeup, her makeup wasn't done well. No, like, it just looked like, I don't know. I was, yeah, a Halloween costume. Yeah. Too much makeup and, I don't know. Yeah, it did not do honor to the drag queens of the past. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who, were, who inspired that character. It did not pay tribute to them at all. <laughs> and that had nothing to do with Melissa McCarthy herself. That was... That's a makeup artist. Yeah. That's your, that was, your costume designer. She just had to sit in a chair, and that's what they did. Yeah, but the but music and singing, well, that that was Melissa's McCartney's. That was her job. Right, was to deliver it, and I'm sorry she didn't. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that fell flat. Exactly. Um, but it was still. Uh, I like that they gave her a little backstory. I'm not certain how it works, how you justify it, but apparently she. Is, is King, King Triton's sister. Yeah, how does that work? I don't know. She's a squid. <laughs> <laughs> or an octopus or whatever. Is that part of her banishment that she got turned into a, a octopus? or? I mean, she said, I've always had a little magic in me. So maybe because of her magic, she was an octopus? I have no idea. And they didn't explain that. And then there was another weird scene with her was when she was looking for a bottle to turn. <laughs> Like, yeah. did she have control over the legs, or were they separate, or... So maybe that does explain of uh, the legs aren't originally hers. That's what I was like, because she was arguing with them, like... They had their own... They were they were separate thoughts. They right. They had their own thought minds. The legs did. Yeah. Almost like if Medusa's hair could, you know, her snake hair... Yeah. They're individual snakes. Right. If the snake grabbed a bottle, she's like, what is that? No, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> And it's the, her, her tentacles were doing that. Yeah, and it's her tentacles. Like, right. I would think she would be in control of them at all times. Right, and so they're grabbing things, and she's like, no, not that. That's not what I want. No one no one puts my stuff back. And it's like, you're the you're... only one who's there, sister. What are you talking about? I know. The only other two creatures there are the two eels, and they don't have hands. Yeah, so only you are doing this. <laughs> they didn't even talk, did they? No, they took away their ability to talk. That Fletch, was sad. Fletchum and Jepson, Jepson. Yeah. They, was... don't, they didn't give them ability to speak. That was kind of sad. Yeah. 
they they have. If a crab can talk and a fish can talk, why can't eels talk? I don't know. There's a few things that were like, well, why is it? It was weird. If a the bird could talk, mm-hmm. Underwater. why couldn't the dog talk? Yeah, that's true. How come they couldn't talk to Max? Right. <laughs> How come Sebastian couldn't understand Max? Yeah. How come, like... Maybe land creatures can't talk to sea creatures and because the bird is kind of both? It wasn't a seagull. Then how come... It was that other kind of bird that can swim underwater? Then how come the bird couldn't understand Max? Yeah, the bird should have been able to to translate. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Like, you can't... I will say Aquafina did a great job. Yes. Aquafina did a great job voicing Scuttle. Yes, yeah. And she had like a little rap song in there for herself. And she actually did a good job singing Kiss the Girl. I mean, yeah. she's not a great, not the best singer, but for that role, she did a great job. Well, because she did great. Scuttle wasn't a good singer. Right, exactly. So, But I mean, it sounded, it sounded good. Yeah. She did a great job voicing that role. And of course, she was funny. And it, yeah, Scuttle's a hot mess anyways. And so lending her voice to that role was the best, best choice ever. And then, um, so yeah, we didn't love Ursula's character. Um, acting choice wise, and then the oh, a familiar voice the whole time. I was going, Is that the voice from Luca? Is that the little boy who played Luca? Flounder is played by the same character actor, uh, as the main character of Luca, Luca in the Disney film, animated film Luca, which I love that movie. That movie I can watch over and over and over again. I've seen it probably like five or six times. Really? To me, Luca is a perfect film and everybody should watch that one. 100% (laughs) Luca is the best movie I've seen in a really, a Disney movie that I've seen in a really long time. I love Luca. The colors, the, the scene, I mean, everything about it is stunning. It's Funny, Silencio Bruno. I, I yell I know, that at you the kids that. You all the time. I love saying that. I love saying it. I yell it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that Luca is a great film. And so I was like, that's the voice from Luca. That is the little boy who played Luca. Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, I love that Jacob kid's Tremblay. voice. Yeah. He's got a sweet, pure child angel voice. And so making him flounder, I thought was like, oh, it was a pleasant surprise for me. I just yelled, you know, like, be careful, kid. You're going to get tight, you know, typecast as a sea creature. I like to see you do something else. Um, but I just, I was a pleasant surprise to hear his voice. The disappointing thing was that flounder doesn't look like flounder, the animated character. Yes, he's looks like an actual fish. Yeah, he actually looks like a real fish. Yeah. And it wasn't flounder. Yeah, but I don't know who he was. But he wasn't flounder. And then it wasn't I realized, bad though. It looked weird. Nah, I, I thought it it fit with the. Make him a prettier, vibrant. There's vibrant, pretty fish out there. Make him a vibrant color. He was like kind of dull. True. He was like silver and black, and it was just dull. And I was like, True. there's there's pretty tropical fish out there. Make him one of those. I get why you couldn't do the blue and the yellow because to me that's Dory, right? That's now it's Dory, yeah. From Finding Dory, it, I get it, that the color scheme already belongs to her. But before Finding Nemo, blue and yellow was always flounder. flounder. But, and I, and I, but I get it, they had to make a choice. Um, and so they chose to just change his look. But yeah, they did make him really dull. Yeah, it was a very dull color. And I guess, you know, I'm going to look up real quick what... 
is a flounder fish. And guess what? They're not cute. Oh, no. They're hideously ugly. Yes. That was just his name. It was Flounder. So. Yeah, because he is a flounder. Yeah, as in. A flounder fish are a group of flat fish species. Um, they're found at the bottom of the ocean. Ew, and they really are so gross. However, I mean, look it up, ladies and gentlemen. This fish is disgusting. Um, when I'm looking at... But see, they, they went with the definition of flounder, which is to strug- uh, struggle or stagger helplessly or clumsily, clumsily in water. Oh, to, to flounder around. Right. That's what they were going... That's what flounder was actually uh, named after. Mm-hmm. Because that's what he did. He just kind of clumsily went along with whatever Ariel was doing. Mm-hmm. And he just so happened to live. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, even with the shark attacking. <laughs> right. Um, so, flounder, I guess... It, when you the the animated version of of him, because um, he's like yellow and the, the blue stripes, yeah. um, blue fins, he's not. They they kind of say he's closest to being an angelfish, which is a tropical reef fish, um, and that's why he would have had these very brilliant, bright, vibrant yellows and blues stripes. But at the same time, it looks like a, if you're not paying attention, it's the Finding, it's the finding Nemo Dory fish. But it's not. No. But it he's, looks like it. Yeah. It's more yellow than blue. Right. Dory, Dory was more blue, blue than, than yellow. yellow. So it was just, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I wish they had made him a bit more vibrant. I did enjoy the Under the Sea song uh, choreography. Yes. Because they took real sea creatures. Yeah. And gave them movements that those sea creatures would have would actually make. Yeah. Um, like they used like the... sea mushrooms and had them expand, choreo- you know, synchronized and choreographed to the music, but it it felt like okay, these are the real motions, maybe sped up a little. Um, that this starfish would actually make. And they have videos of like starfish like kind of doing like a, uh, they, they get up on the ed- tips of their legs and they kind of Roll. rotate yeah. to move from place to place. And they do it in like a mass movement and they did that in this movie. Yeah, I like how they incorporated that. I thought it, and they like used like sea slugs and they had them moving how they naturally would have moved, just better. But yeah, and then like a rhythmic. <laughs> right, and going with the music, timing yeah. with the music. Um, and I thought, gosh, that was really pretty and it was really great. It didn't have all of the, obviously, um, the black fish didn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, it was like very, I don't know, it was, it was very true to how these creatures would have moved and it made it. It made it enjoyable to me. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful, colorful scene. Yeah, when it first started, I didn't think I was gonna like it, but yeah, at the end, it was like, okay, yeah, this is how it would probably actually happen. 
all of them just coming out and dancing around. And because mm-hmm. I was curious, like, are they really gonna make like these? A fish full of a horde? Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be a live action of fish. And I'm like, how do you get fish to dance together like that? Like, that's crazy. But I think they did it very well. It was it was fun and enjoyable. It was cute. It was really pretty. The, um, can I say, the only thing I didn't really like about it... About that scene or the About movie? the song. Okay. Was that they had Ariel come in and sing a little bit with it. Yeah, she did sing with it. Because... No other, but no other fish was thinking. But in that scene, she is supposed to still want to be on land. She's trying not to hear this song. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's just there watching this whole production and being like, okay, yeah, whatever. Because he's, you know what I'm saying? It's, tr- it's The but song it- is trying to, I feel like the song was sung falling on deaf ears. Okay, but if you recall the ride at Disneyland or Disney World, yes. in that scene, what is she doing? She's dancing. She's dancing. So she does dance in the animated in the animated version. In that scene, she dances. She's dancing with the creatures. And it's not until Flown and she's like immersed in the song and she's dancing with the with them. And then Flounder swims up to her in the animated version and he whispers in her ear, Ariel, I have a surprise for you. And he takes her to the cave where she sees Prince Eric's statue. They completely eliminated that scene from this movie, which is, uh, which is why she doesn't swim away from it until later. Till the end. Mm-hmm. Like the very end. The I mean, very end. We of don't the know song. why she swam away. Right. She just gets up and leaves. <laughs> I know. But I'm, I'm saying like... I get dancing because it was like, oh yeah, rhythmic. Oh no, either way, she saw the shadow of the ship above her. Oh, okay. And so she swam towards the ship. But like I get dancing, but you're singing the lyrics. Yeah, she was singing. Like that's different. That means you're understanding the lyrics, you're going with it. Well, I think it. she only was like, under the sea. She only did like the harmony of that. Still, I, I don't know. I didn't like that. <laughs> okay. Again, I thought it should be falling under... Deaf ears. Deaf ears. So she's like, "You can't convince me to stay here." It's like singing. It's like dancing to "Hey Ya" without actually listening to the lyrics. That's what I'm thinking. Hey Ya. Because if you listen to the lyrics, it's a completely different song. Hey Ya. But it has a catchy, catchy beat. You could be dancing with it without understanding the lyrics. He even said he even acknowledges that in the song. But <laughs> so it, I feel like it's that. Uh, who does Hey Ya? Uh, oh, I thought you were talking Andre about... Andre 3000. I thought you were talking about Sebastian. I'm no, no, I wouldn't. He acknowledges it in the song. No, Andre 3000 acknowledges that you're not listening to me, you're just dancing to the beat. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's what I feel like in the animated movie, that's what she was doing. She was just She dancing. was just dancing to the beat, like, oh yeah, everybody else is dancing, I'm gonna do it too. And not actually listening to the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where in this one, she was paying attention to the song. Enough to sing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, let's see. Let's talk about when she finally gets on land. I know what you're talking <laughs> All this time, she's just been in the ocean. Um, when she finally gets on land, I thought it was funny that they brought up like... I mean, I guess they, did, they had that scene in the animated too where she couldn't stand and walk, but it was funny. Yeah. Nevertheless. Um, I don't know if you notice that the 
blanket that she was covered up with was like, it was like, it had frills on it. It looked like a dress. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how it went from, let me grab you a blanket. To like a dress. To a dress. (laughs) Like this is, this boat got like this guy is just trying to get you back to land and he's not going to like make he's not going to sew, sew you a dress <laughs> like in the middle of the ocean exactly so that was kind of funny that it magically turned into a dress on her um and then so they got her into the castle and there's no chef scene with les poissons i know that made me sad because that's i love that song yeah Though I did like how they got into her inner thoughts. Yes, they gave her an additional song. Yeah. And it was all about her... Um, oh, how did I describe it this morning or yesterday when I was talking about the lyrics of that song gave you insight? Or she was going back to what was in her cave under the sea. Yeah. And finally getting the answers that she had always wanted. Right. Even though she couldn't ask them, she was experiencing them. Right. At like one point she like, you know, in the song, she's like, how, fire, how does it burn? Right. And then. What's a fire in? Why does it? What's the word? Burn. And so when she actually gets into a room, she's like, oh, it illuminates the whole room. It makes the room warm. But. If you get too close. It bites. Right. Um, so like she, she's getting answers to her questions. Um, so I think that was a, that was great that it actually showed she has a purpose and it's to learn about right. this new culture that she's being exposed to. Right. I have these questions and I need to get my answers. Whereas in the animated film, you don't get that. Yeah. I mean, she sees the dingle hopper and she, you know, she combs her hair with it at the dinner table and then, you know, everyone smiles at her like, oh, indulgently. Um, that doesn't happen here. She's like, oh, it's not a hair comb. <laughs> yeah, well, because no one really smiles at her like like that. They just look at her weird this time. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, and then she just, like, puts it down and walks away. Like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> or she tries to, like, eat the soap and they're like, ooh, let's go get you some food. Or just, I, I mean, just weird things that she does. Yeah. That people are like, what are you doing? (laughs) Or she like takes goods when they go to the little market. She took the hat. She took a flower and ate the flower. Which I think has been done in another movie. I don't don't... remember which one. Yeah. And then um, like things like that where it's like, what do you, what do you do? Like everybody's looking at her like, what, who is this lady? What is she doing? Yeah. The hat one was funny too, because first, uh, guy gave her a hat to try on she put it on eric and then the guys are like no 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 no. that's it's not for and then she grabs the guy's hat yes and puts it on eric and And then walks walks away away. and And then eric has to be there like giving everybody (laughs) money money. behind her he's like paying everyone behind her like oh my gosh um so yeah they had some funny scenes there and then like when she's in charge of of driving the horses yeah like she nearly kills them like three times runs everybody over but for some reason she stops for the goats like i didn't understand that at all like they're not gonna stop for the humans you're about to run over but you stop for the goats i thought that was funny 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh, I know a character who I thought was, oh, going back to costumes, Prince Eric's mother, the queen, she was in the most simplest dresses ever. Yeah. They were just like, if she were, I mean, a high-ranking lady, but not the queen. They were just like plain. I didn't, yeah. I wasn't impressed. It was like just a plain white dress, right? It was a plain white dress. Yeah. I was like, really? That's the queen of your country? I wanted I wanted more from her. Well, I kind of like the actress who played her, though. Oh, yeah. She was good. She was good. No, 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 no shade towards the actress. She did a great job of, for that role. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted, I wanted more. I wanted to see the queen. But I think that that, well, one, that, uh... Area, uh, what is it? City? Uh-huh. Port? That port? That port. Wasn't... Um, it's not a wealthy port. It's not a wealthy port for mm-hmm. one. Two, they're not getting as much stuff in as they would have normally done. So right. I'm guessing that kind of uh, went into like what she would be wearing. Mm-hmm. Because even uh, the... the off the, Her officer? What's her? Grimsby? Grimsby. Even his jacket wasn't very new. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything isn't very pristine in that port. Okay, You know what I'm saying? Like, sense. it's a poorer port. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. They're not a wealthy kingdom. Right. Oh, here I am being a snob. <laughs> expecting <laughs> Trying more. Trying to take the people's money to put her in dresses. Oh, my goodness. Shame on me. <laughs> um, but, overall, it was... It was it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I would go see it. Like, you did. <laughs> I mean, I, if I if I was to recommend it, I would recommend it. I would recommend going seeing it in the theater. It was fun. I would too. I would recommend seeing it. It was fun. I thought it stayed true to the storyline. Um, I just didn't like two characters. I mean, King Triton's not like a main major. He's not in it for the whole thing. Right. He's only spr- sprinkled through it. And then I think they could have done better with Ursula. But... Again, she's only sprinkled through it. Um, but the characters, you know, the, the main actress did fantastic. Yes. She's got a beautiful singing voice, a beautiful speaking voice. It was actually, I was, I was very impressed with how melodic her speaking voice was. Uh, you, I mean, she's a trained singer. She's a trained, you can tell she's taken vocal lessons. Uh-huh. Like, uh, not vocal lessons, but um, diction. Yeah. Speech speech lessons. Everything she said was very clear, precise. Her speaking voice was very pleasant to listen to. Which you would expect from a princess. From a siren. Yeah. From a princess siren. Princess, <laughs> siren princess. A siren princess? Siren princess. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was very, very pleasant to listen to. I really enjoyed her as the main actress. And then the guy who played Prince Eric, he's got, he had that... Um, everybody's in love with a British accent right now because of Bridgerton. Um, so he had his British accent. Um, and I thought it was also a pleasant, his singing voice, cause he had his own song. Yeah, he got his own song. was also very good. Um, and he was a good, good actor. Um, I thought the star of the show, Aquafina steals it no matter what she's in. When she was in that, um, uh, Marvel movie, uh, the Legends of the Five Rings. Yeah. Um, like, she stole that show. She stole that performance. <laughs> like, she's so good. 
Yeah, she's... She's really good. I, I am a 100% a fan of Aquafina. Yeah, she's good. She stole that. Um, I thought David did a great job voicing Sebastian. Oh, yeah, that was great. That it was, was great. It wasn't overly Jamaicanized. <laughs> That's not a word. But it wasn't overly um, trying to replicate the original Sebastian, right? right. It was subtle enough. Uh, he made it his own enough um, that you could tell it was him. Yeah. And then, of course, I, I again, I love the little boy who plays Flounder. Flounder. His voice is so sweet. Um, so yeah, I thought it was, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I would recommend 100% going to watch it. Um, will I watch it again? I mean, I guess when it comes to Disney Plus, I'll That's watch it again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I might buy the DVD just to have it because I owned the original. Uh-huh. And watched it a billion times. And I, again, sentimentality. Is that a word? Sentimentality? Yeah, sentimentality. Yeah, for the sake of that, I would probably buy it. Um, and then, of course, I would love to buy a shirt for this. Like, I want to go on Disney... Uh, the Disney store. The Disney store and buy a shirt. And then I bought, of course, at Ulta. They have an exclusive line of a black girl sunscreen that I wear. Um, they did a Little Mermaid bottle for that. And it's be- it's a beautiful bottle. Yeah, they did a good job. Like, that whole line, like, the whole things they did with it were... Exclusive to Ulta stores. They did a good job with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really pretty. So, I'm glad I bought that. Um, I'm actually, I'm like, maybe I won't even use it, but I'll probably use it because we're going to Arizona in a couple of weeks. Just save the bottle. Yeah, I'm definitely going to save that bottle. It was a beautiful bottle. Yeah, you just display the bottle. Yeah. And so, I was excited. My little black girl heart has been filled um, it was beautiful. Yeah, with all I was the... trying to think. The kids' review was Janaya loved it. She was like, "Yeah, it was great," and Juan was like, "It was okay." He didn't fall asleep though. He said it was fun too. Yeah. He said it, he did say it was fun. Yeah. So he didn't love it, but yeah, he enjoyed it. It was it was like I think like our level of it was a good it was good. We'd watch it. Yeah. And especially like that was probably the same sentiment when it first came out. Uh, the animated version when it first came out where it was more like the little girls loved it and the mm-hmm. boys were like, it's okay. Yeah. So it, I, I, it's I think, a princess. Exactly. Like he's like <laughs> not gonna, I guess maybe if we asked him like, how was the sailor scenes? Right. Was that fun to watch? Like what part of it did he think was fun? Yeah. We didn't ask him. We just said, how did you think about it? Yeah. This was late when we got home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what's our next movie? It's our next podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to do a history one this week. Whoopsies. No, no, we used to, you said on the last one that we're doing this one. And then a history then one. Then a history one. Okay, so, so. you have to figure out a history. Or it might be the Etruscans. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. We just learned a little bit about them. <laughs> Today. <laughs> so, I might have to do an Etruscan podcast. Yeah. But other than that. We've had a we had a great time talking about this. We had a great time yesterday going to the theater, meeting some real live mermaids. Um, but yeah, let us know what you thought about it. Yeah, leave it in the comments. Uh, if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and um, leave a review. Review. Give it a thumbs up. I think they have there. 
or five stars. Five stars. Give us some stars. Yeah. And uh, listen to it on Spotify. If you listen to it on that, that's good. Um, yeah. Instagram, we're still there at mixed underscore adventures together. Uh huh. And we're trying to work on more YouTube stuff. Uh, it's a little harder to get out. So we're trying. We'll get there eventually. For sure. Thanks for joining us. Bye.